0: Assalamu alaikum wa barakatuh and welcome to the Dan Under and Podcast.
1: Podcast. Oh my goodness, we are so... Oh, guys, we're so... I know we say this every single week, that we're like so excited to be here. But this week is so special because, first of all, it's Ramadan. We're so excited, but we're back again in the studio with me and Sainab. And we have a special guest, guys. Can I just say... This I'm is, so excited
0: for this episode.
1: Oh my How exciting is it? Well, I'm so excited. This episode is probably going to be my favorite episode by far, but we have our favorite guest. If you want to introduce yourself.
2: Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Sarah.
1: I was <laughs> <laughs> talking in the, like, before we started this, we were just all like talking. Now we're all so shy. <laughs> I
2: was like, what do I add?
1: <laughs> no. How do you feel to be here?
2: Exciting. I'm actually happy I was brought on board, especially oh my for this gosh. episode. <laughs>
1: How How nerve-wracking was I? We, okay, so backstory to this. We decided to have Sarah on and do out of nowhere goes, yeah, we're going to FaceTime call. Cool. <laughs> and I was like, FaceTime call. Cool. This- that's a bit
0: extreme. I don't remember yeah. the number. Yeah.
1: I was like, this is our but best it was so nice. time. Like,
0: it, was, it was like when we spoke, it was so hardy, Like
1: It was so Addy because I took like an hour to de-stress myself and actually like <laughs> calm myself down. But we
0: are so excited to have you on to thank this you, episode. So excited wallahi. Um but we're going to start with the episode. What is the episode called? So the, this episode is the beauty of the Quran. So we're just going to speak a little bit about the Quran since it's a month of the Quran, since it's the month of mm-hmm. the Quran, it's Ramadan. Um so I think we're just going to speak a little bit about Sarah, <laughs> her journey <laughs> um, we with the really Quran, hear this. and it's just yeah, it's a beautiful. I think it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful episode. Wallahi, and this I'm month. just smiling. Wallahi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, from ear to ear. Oh, no, I we're so excited am. to
1: get into it. But yeah, as have said, like this is the month of the Quran. It is the holy month, the best month. I've been so excited for Ramadan. Um, but the first thing, yeah, we just kind of wanted you to get into it, and we kind of wanted to talk about like. Like obviously you are quite accomplished in your Quran studies, masha'Allah, Allah, guys. Allahumma guys Allahumma scream Allah because getting into this is gonna <laughs> be so exciting. Yeah. Um we kinda wanna talk to you how you got in well, we're also Mali, so I feel like yeah. at some point we all like uh, Duksi and stuff, but yeah. how did you get into the Quran at such a young age and how was it like for you growing up?
2: Um so for people who don't know, I have four older siblings. Well, yeah. Wait, three older. She's siblings. counting, guys. She's counting. <laughs> I've got three elder siblings, and for me growing up was, um, like, dad used to take these videos, right? And so they would be sitting, and they would be learning Quran, and we'd be running around them, you know, learning little surahs or learning little eyes. It was like a, um, it was like a game, like you know, yeah. if you say this eye, you'll get a chocolate. You learn Aww. this surah, you'll get mm-hmm. this. So I'm, um, like, my whole life it was just Quran. I don't think I don't think there was a point in my life where I didn't know what Quran was. Or what I had to do with it, so like I basically grew up with it. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Um, and then it kind of just started transitioning as you get older. You want to learn more, or you want to um, like you, your parents start like now. Nah, now you have to get serious about it. It's not Drake anymore, no more chocolates, no more. Yeah, <laughs> money. You're doing this for a so get into yeah. it. And um, yeah, wallahi, we just went from there, and it was great.
1: Oh my goodness, um, but yeah, we we're gonna get more into like how you finished the quran and how that journey was for you but before we do we want to when did you like so obviously you said you started learning the quran from such a young age was there a moment in your life where you realized that this is actually really important like this is like yeah as you said it's not a game anymore like it's actually you doing this for the sake of allah was there a moment
2: there was so um when we were young we traveled to egypt um, and so we did Quran there But also like it was The, the way the teachers used to teach that Most of the time was really harsh Oh yeah So when you're a kid Harshness <laughs> is not what you need uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, And then we moved to Kenya For like two years And in those two years um, There was a lady that started teaching us Quran And Wallahi told today Like I pray for her Oh. because she was the one person that made it like a journey like she made it fun it was something that was you know you'd wake up in the morning and be like okay i need to put my yeah. hijab on i got my quran ready and it was nice because she was in a walking distance mm. so like we used to walk to her house and you know she would, we would sit under her feet and she would teach us there was no abuse you know i mean mm-hmm. um and some kids they think that oh it's not an abuse you can hit you whatever it's like no there's there's a certain Quran is something that you need to love for mm-hmm. yourself, and it's not something that should be forced upon people. Because
0: it will drive someone, like it will drive, yeah. it will drive a it, person there away. A lot of
1: people that have been driven away. I think
0: that's the biggest misconception yeah. with
1: Quran. Like we get into it at such a young age, and we're forced to go. Like I, yeah. and like I, I don't know. Nowadays, I feel like when people go to the, like after people come from Duxie it's like. Oh my God, like, how was your Duxi journey experience? And you know how so many people are like, yeah, we got hit, yeah. guys. Oh, we were <laughs> abused. Bro, before I went to that teacher,
2: we used to get whacked. Yeah. Left what? to right and The center. one where you get your
1: fingers at the Fingers bro- were broken.
2: Mm-mm. Bro, eyes were closed. Like, you were whipped if you didn't yeah. know your Quran. Um, and also, in Egypt, the um, so Egypt for me was more like learning hadith and fiqh and stuff like that. There was Quran, but the, the Quran teacher was more abusive in that sense, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. But um for me, when I was like, nah, Quran is my thing and I actually will enjoy it and stuff like that, um, it was in Kenya, Alhamdulillah. That was like when I was eleven, twelve. I think that's when I was like, Yeah, you know. That's when you're like, like, Yeah, this thing. this yeah. is this is important, you yeah, know. Alhamdulillah.
1: Um, no. And I, once again, I think Wallah, I think that's honestly the biggest misconception coming into the Quran. It and is. like people even looking at us from like an outside perspective where they're like oh like what was your experience or like what what did you go through and if you say like you had a good check it's like oh my gosh how'd you find that you know yeah so i i don't know i feel like nowadays like that trauma has been normalized between (laughs) us um
2: (laughs) sit around and laugh about it
1: (laughs) yeah no well i i and then like you came after kenya you did you come straight back to australia
2: i touched down back in yeah Perth. <laughs> um, so how d- oh sorry yeah, how old no, no. you came i was 2015 so i think i was we came um we came beginning of 2015 so i was turning 13 that year yeah
1: 13 13. yeah oh wow yeah oh my goodness oh guys i'm only saying that because well i think i'm s- too young to be here but um <laughs> yeah no back then how so when you came back from Kenya, okay, the one thing I really want to ask is, you know, in Egypt, when you go to Egypt, do you feel like you had that pressure where you had to change because you were in an Islamic country?
2: Um um so growing up, um, our parents kind of introduced hijab and scarves so us really young. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it's a place where like you you have to dress a certain way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you can't just dress out of pocket. Yeah. Especially the areas we lived in. Because Cairo is mostly known for the Dean and the the more conservative, dressed up people. If you go outside of Cairo, Alexandria and stuff, people are more like um, Westernized, if you mm-hmm. want to call it. So they wear no scarf, yada, 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 all stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like you, you were pressured. You had to like look a certain way. You had to be a certain way. Um, and um, subhanAllah, so shout out to my parents to, for doing everything they did. But um, especially when you come from parents who are like well-known in the community as sheikhs and stuff, you don't really have a choice in what you wear or what you do. Yeah. So it's kind of like from the get-go, you're already like, nah, this is who you have to be and basically can't transition into anything else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was kind of a difficult aspect. If you. And was it like it. a
1: culture shock, especially coming back to this city yeah. and like living like that for so long? Was it like the biggest culture shock coming back? Like how was that? Um,
2: To be honest, when we flew, I think cultural shock for me was Kenya mm-hmm. first because there was no white people. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. when I told you girl we touched <laughs> down and there was no white people and coming from Australia to like a whole country that's known for like the darker skinned people mm-hmm. um, and I'm not being rude because um, yeah. <laughs> I'm dark Don't myself because <laughs> I'm dark myself it was um, it was a, like a mental thing it was like where's my white friends mm-hmm. you know it's like why they're only like one certain type I didn't know that different countries could yeah. just have one coloured people like one certain aspect of them being mm-hmm. like that um, and then flying out back here it was um, I think it was more of a Dean shock mm-hmm. because egypt and kenya we're very behind in perth like compared to egypt and kenya like people there are like
1: they're on years it. yeah
2: years ahead of us mm-hmm. so when i came here it was like the people that i started Duxie with were still reading and i'm thinking bro <laughs> like <laughs> what is going, what's going on? on yeah you know? um yeah it was kind of it was it was very different it was very different coming back you know you because when you come here, it's like you need to be a certain way as well. I feel like mm. every country you go to, there's you're pressured into being someone else, mm. and so um, it was very hard. Because as a child, you need to find out, you need to find yourself, you need to know who you are, because if you're being influenced, it's kind of different, you know.
1: You need to love it for the sake of Allah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I didn't want
2: to love it because my parents were forcing me, or my, you know, the community was saying, oh yeah, because she, she's a daughter of this, or like, um, she knows this much Quran, she has to be like this. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because when I came back, I didn't know the translation of Quran. <laughs> Bro, I was just learning it. I was just reading it, you know. Even if I had love for it, I didn't understand it. It was just something that I had to know, you know. So
0: yeah, Subhanallah. so, that is so yeah. Just quickly add, I feel like in terms of like what you said, like going to a Muslim country, and um, I feel like I had that experience. Yeah. So like I, I can't understand where you're actually coming from, because when I went, because well, I went back home. So I, when I went to Somalia, I it was it was different, like. I was there for two years and then just seeing... like, Because obviously when I went there, the hijab and stuff was implemented. So, like, I would... The, whatever the people did, I was doing, right. basically. Mm-hmm. So, when I came back, it was like, okay. Like, I was like... I was shocked, yeah? And then the surprising thing, subhanAllah, when I came back, there were a lot of people that... um were so shocked that, like, I didn't reach a certain, like, I didn't finish the Quran. They were so shocked. They would come to my parents, okay, she was there for two years. Like, it was, What was she doing? It was was so heartbreaking because, like, I don't think that I understand the damage it does to kids and stuff. They don't. Because, um, like, the Somali community, I understand, like, they're very, like, loving. They want the best for you. Sometimes a bit, like, they're a bit harsh. They tell the truth as it is, but, like, sometimes it can do, like, actual damage to little kids. So when they came to me, or like when i came back it was like okay you were gone for two years what's what like why doing? are you not finished yeah. you know and i was like well the main reason and i felt like my parents intention wasn't even like for me to actually finish the quran that was part of the reason but part of the reason was just to know who i was where i was from my family my like you know just to know like a my f- like just to know where I'm basically from so for them to be like okay you didn't finish the Quran like you wasted your two years you wasted your parents' time well that was so sad and heartbreaking it was. and I was like mm-hmm. wow like there's that expectation too when you come back it's like they expect you to be all like okay religious and like you know what you're doing you know the Quran you know they expect you to go to community and help kids <laughs> at a young age Yeah. like like, no. Like, and the
2: crazy m- thing is it's not even your parents that are saying it. It's, it's not. Your it's everybody else. Not,
0: <laughs> it's not.
1: Guys, when I tell you, well, like, the outside voices, like... So loud. So, mm-mm. Unnecessary. For no, <laughs> well, no money, reason. Yeah. And you know, it's the ones that shock me the most. I'm <laughs> like, oh, uh, what are you doing? No, but... Well, I feel like we all sitting here, we all have different like journeys with the Quran. Like, my no. guys, I was back in New Zealand, back in the small village town. No, I'm not going to say that. Wellington was actually not bad, <laughs> it was actually really big. But it was just like we went to Duxi, like, we were raised up like to wear the Quran, uh, to wear the um, hijab at such a young age and then we went to Duksi we had we just had fun at Duksi and i you know i never knew the importance of quran back then and i was what maybe just like 7 or 8 yeah. and we didn't have i don't think we had any islamic schools back then so it was just like what your parents taught you and they really did their best but it was just like we never had like a these mentors or like... Well, I had my grandma, Alhamdulillah, and she taught me everything I knew. Like, everything I know, she taught me from the start up. But it was just like... I don't know. The Qur'an back then... The culture shock for me was coming from that town to Perth. <laughs> I was sitting here, and guys, I went to an all-white like white school, so I was just sitting here, and I was like, first of all, there's Islamic schools here, and then the Somali community was so big here, and I was, I've was never been more shocked. Um, but I came here, and then we did Duksi, and... I don't know if I would call it a stereotype, but you know when people are like, oh, wait, we don't go to Duxie anymore because we've reached a certain, certain age. Yeah, that is something else to talk about because I think I had that mentality for a while and I was just like, okay, we're, we're going to Duxie and then once we've reached this or this age, we'll, we might leave. And then now I think Dixie, going to Duxie at like an older age is becoming more normalized here, 100%. Um, but I think that stereotype needs to go. Like all that mindset needs to go. Let me tell go. you, I think yeah.
2: everybody's been through that phase where it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sixteen, what do you mean? I'm not going to Duxie. Mm-hmm. Or like I'm not why would I? Like, you know, my friends are not going to Duxie. Mm-hmm. like um it was a, it was. It was like a period yeah. where everyone's just like, nah. I'm grown.
1: Exactly. Like, why are we waking up at five AM in the morning? Yeah, yeah, you
2: know, I'm like, where's my sweet sixteen? You want me yeah. to read Quran? I don't <laughs> want Quran. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> it was such a yeah. it was such a like little tantrum episode mm-hmm. it was like that bratty side of you
1: you know yeah no but I think yeah now it's becoming more normalized and I actually love seeing like older girls just be like yeah when Sainab calls me up like it's so early in the morning, in the morning. <laughs> I'm at Duxie I'm doing this um but no going back to your journey with the Quran so how did you come to finishing the Quran did you finish it here or overseas
2: Okay, so I got to a very high point. So I literally left Kenya just before I could finish the Qur'an. Oh, okay. so, but um, I just want to state that in Kenya, I wasn't have It was just read. because I should, I I I wasn't doing any hivds. Mm-hmm. It was just, I didn't even do muraja at some point, I think. Or, you know, you're just a little wishy-washy with the thing. You just want to finish the Qur'an, yeah. you know? Because um, at that point, I wasn't doing it for Allah I was doing it for my parents. I just wanted to have the status. Because my mm-hmm. brothers finished earlier on. And I was like, bro, I need to catch up to them. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was like they were moving ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And um, people who know me know that I did the Qur'an for me was really hard. Like I was not like my siblings. Like um, my brothers would just open up and just have the air in three seconds where I would have to stay up the night before, take out the tablet, go to the sheikh, touch the pen, Qur'an, mm-hmm. repeat the ayah ten yeah. times. The pen, Qur'an. Well, like that that
1: was want
0: childhood memories because yeah, the way girl. I used to use that that, even Somalia, like that, you that, that saves saved me. us. <laughs> Wallahi, that saved me for that. A, a day I before you, your Quran is due and put it <laughs> on Wallah, the paper. Wallahi, for that one, for that Quran pen, I actually thank it so much because, like, the Rafad, especially Somalia, like, Wallahi, it actually oh saved God. me. It really saved me.
2: Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And, um, because I struggled so much, I used to get mad. Like, I'd be yeah. like, why? Like, I'm trying to learn it for Allah now. Why is he making it hard? I used to, like, I got to a point where it's like, no, nah, I'm not doing this anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: you have eight kids one doesn't yeah. want to go. Dixie, <laughs> seven of them can go. I did not yeah. care anymore, you know? Um, they got to that point, subhanAllah. And then when we came back here, Muhammad also came, I think, around the time we yeah. touched down. Mm-hmm. And um, this is when he didn't have a stable place, so he was going to people's houses to read. And I was like to my dad, I'm not going. I don't care. I'm not going. And yeah, like while my little siblings, everyone's doing it. I was like, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it with him. And it wasn't until he was
0: established in twenty fifteen, where he brought all the parents together in that Turkish mosque. Turkish mosque, bro. Like, oh jeez, no, the Turkish. Wallahi, Wallahi. Wallahi. And then the next day, my mom comes to me and goes, you started duxi in the Because we used to go to um, Al Daya. Al Daya. Duxi was, was, was It was like I don't know. It was like it was like it was, like, it was so nice because like you had recess, you had like a L- break. It was like a school it day. Was it was like so nice. No, we had like, a soccer team. What are you talking <laughs> about? Like team. we had a lot. We had events after events. It was like I feel like. That dukshi was really good for, like, at my age, at a young age, because, like, you're you're making the kids fall in love with the Qur'an and the deen. And then, obviously, when you're older, it's like you're going to a different dukshi. So, after I left and then we found out we go to Muhammad, I was like, okay. So, all of a sudden, the next, the first day, I don't know you remember, we all come. Okay, we all come. We sit. I do not I remember, I didn't get the first day. My sister did. Oh, okay. The second day I come, everybody started from Qur'al <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Whatever you knew, uh. how, there's... you. This
2: That's man it. said, "Open up
0: the Quran and read it." And I was like, "Bismillah, irahm, He's like, "That's you said, how you're reading." There's no such thing. From NAS. He said, "You're starting uh, from Nas." And he was making me read tajweed You're pushing this. Like it's. Then <laughs> I went like, home and said, "I'm not going." Who does yeah. he think he is? Allah came and I was like, "Hoya! Can you believe I started from Quran with Nas? All that time you stuck with Duksi, all this Duksi pieces, you started from Quran Nas? No way!" But literally, did not we know, Allah Subhanallah. It was it was a journey with that man. Wallahi. till today. To
1: where you guys are now, now today. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, how did... So, you had to start from the start. We did. Um, and how long did it take you to even... First of all, how long did it take you to finish the Qur'an?
2: So, I properly started in 2016. Mm-hmm. And then in 2019?
0: Yeah, you finished in 2019.
2: 2019, January is when we finished.
0: Alhamdulillah. Wow. Yeah. Allah wa And oh. let
2: me tell you, twenty six that's three years. But it, we could have done it in like a year. Mm-hmm. But it was There was a lot of struggles I was the type of person Like when things got hard I'd be like I have school mm-hmm. There was excuses I have exams I'm not going to this guy So he would kick me out For three months a period yeah. When I tell you this <laughs> Man we struggled, we struggled We struggled with this She man. said kick me out For three months And those three months Like I thought I was happy But then like It would get to the second month And I'm like bro My heart hurts Like this, yeah. I need something oh, Like it's I mean weird that. You mm-hmm. know Because it was a routine It was, was like School, it's now
1: madrasa. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: One day go out friends, the other day go to yeah. tutoring. That's yeah. what it was. Mm. And for three months without Quran, it was like you know, I was like, bro, my exams are not easy. Like I'm, I'm struggling. You mm-hmm. know.
1: You know when they say that when you start learning the Quran properly for the love of Allah, like you start to change for
0: as a human. And like you see changes in your life. You just see things happening. Like you just. Mm-hmm.
1: Things like, start to become easy yeah. because you give that faith. Like, you, your faith grows immensely. And it's yeah. like, you are like, okay, Allah's got me now. Yeah. He's got me now. And anything that comes at me, it's qadar Allah. It would just happen when it happens, when you know. Happens, yeah. Um, how was it finishing? Cause like <laughs> when you were talking oh my god, this could get me emotional eye when eye you eye s- eye how was it? Guys, let me tell you something. Before
2: I finished, right? Because we, we did the 15 and then we did the we started from the top. So we started Bagada, then we met in to Toba. And I was meant to finish a day before my siblings. So it was like my siblings finished, I was finished the next day. But um it was one page in Toba that I just refused. Yeah. I couldn't finish it that day. And I was like to alien, I'm staying here to 12 a.m. I don't care. I want to read that page. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, you're going home. And I was like, I'm oh. not leaving. <laughs> you're going <laughs> home. And he sent me home and I cried to my mom. I was like, why would he do this to me? Does he not understand? Like, I lost it. So wait, you
1: your your siblings finished the Quran as well? Yeah. I have. I have, I have now, ma-shallah
2: alhamdulillah, ma-shallah. there's eight of us in total. And out of eight of us, Five of us have finished. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Inshallah. Yeah, Man Alhamdulillah. Inshallah. <laughs> um, and so, m- and I was, it was like, um, in that moment, I think Allah was tr- testing me, you know, because for mm-hmm. me it was pride. Like mm-hmm. my siblings finished the day before me; they're mm-hmm. younger, like three years younger than me. Like, how's this even possible? Yeah. You know, but Alhamdulillah, the minute, the next day, I came with a refreshed mind, bro. That's I that when I got home, that page was easy peasy, and but my mind was like, I'm not seeing her until tomorrow like he refused me that day yeah. like he just said I'm not coming um, and then subhanallah the next morning I literally I was like I'm not going to school cancel school day I'm going to go to him I want to finish today yeah Um. so alhamdulillah around 12pm is when I read my last page and a half and when I tell you like I don't I don't know how to explain the feeling like it's just this you feel like this weight of like um, something's been lifted off mm-hmm. you and something else was like entered your heart yeah.
1: yeah
2: and so the thing was Ma'ani used to say okay get up Go make your wudu and pray, and pray to, to rak'ah, and thank the Lord that you finished. And wow. it was the most girls when I told you like <laughs> it was the most I feel like it was the enlightenment, bro. You know how these Christians talk about, you know, Jesus Christ and yes. and the light shone. Bro, that was my <laughs> life moment, bro. But that 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 prayer where you put your head to the forehead and you just yeah. thanked Allah for getting to that point. I think mm-hmm. that was the that was, you know, the most, and then everybody's
0: smiling, everybody's so happy, you know. It was and when all the little kids opened that page, and, okay. Let me tell you because me, I was in Somalia, right? And like during the two years, there was a lot of people that finished the Quran, and this is how it happened, right? So then, when they're on the last page of so Surah al Baqarah, Amin al-Rasul, they'll get party poppers, okay? Oh they'll get God. party poppers, back in and, yeah, back in Somalia, no were, it was like so big. <laughs> That's what so basically they'll get party poppers, and when she finished the Quran, everybody will pop it, it was a celebration, right? So when I came here, I was like, this is what I was expecting. So when I actually, I look on top of magic because this is your story. But like when I kind of, when I finished mine, I was expecting, you know, people to be like, like <laughs> party I, I, I was week, like, party week, well, like, the week before, I was like, listen, I was, I was talking to one of the Duxie arm um, girls that we were finishing with. I was like, listen, I have a plan. I'm gonna be party puppies. We're finishing this. Like, it, <laughs> and I'm they're finishing all looking with at her. Like, like, probably what is I, going on? I was like, I'm finishing with a big bang. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> I have all these. Yes. What do you mean? Little did I know, I come. The Ma'ana calls me, and like, oh, say no, come, right? wallahi I don't know It was only me. I was emotional, guys. I was crying. Yeah. I was so emotional. I wiped my tears. I go. When I tell you, I was, like, I was. I kept stopping. And I thought I didn't know the last ayah. He's like, how did you not know? And I was like, let me, like, I was trying to hold my tears back in. And I was just trying to be civilized. And then, mind you, everyone behind me is opening the surah. Um, the last, and everyone's, like, reading along and, like, looking along, right? And I was like, oh, my God. I was so scared. And when I finished the last ayah, because guys get up, go pray to the I did. And I was like, wow, wallahi. There was no need for that, wallahi. Hey, no. and let me tell you,
2: it's better than graduating. Because when we graduated, oh. 20, like when we graduated, I thought, you know, like it would feel the same, mm-hmm. but oh, it no. would never reach. When I tell you guys, it will never, ever get to that yeah. level of when you finish the Quran. It will never reach it. Was it emotional for you? Oh my God, absolutely. I'm a, cr- <laughs> like, I'm the type of person, like, when things are like, the like, Quran was one of the things that, like, it was a journey for me. Like, mm-hmm. I struggled. There's days where I couldn't get out of, like, of to use it for like months mm-hmm. and like it was it was it was painful at some point you know so yeah when i finished it it was like bro tears <laughs> wow. and the thing is you kind of was not even you crying it's the soul that's crying like yeah. you can't even control your tears that's mm-hmm. the thing i thought it was like you know no nah, i'm not gonna cry bro you know it's just i'm done i'm gonna be done with this yeah. bro you're gonna bore your eyes out
1: oh you my will. goodness well i can't even and, imagine that feeling
2: and you know what it was though the day i finished my had like voice but you know we used to sit behind the curtain in Vic park i remember that day you guys i think the day you finished i was there too bro people were screaming Takabir. yeah
1: <laughs> like allah
2: akbar and it was just such a like you know you felt like you were put on a pedestal bro yeah i thought it was the day of qiyama and the guys had come <laughs> under my shade <laughs> i like it was a feeling and then everybody <laughs> chanting and everybody like all the girls hugging you all the guys saying oh my god mashallah from there because a lot of us started together bro a lot of us yeah um and when you mentioned like how do you guys know
0: their voices it's because literally you read around them every single like day. Like when the, th- what they do tarawih nowadays, you can clock who it is because like you've been learning with them. Oh, so there's a curtain. You couldn't even see. No, we couldn't see the guys and oh. stuff like that. Yeah, when you
2: outside, when you walk outside, you yeah, get, yeah, you see their faces. But it was more of like everybody knew everybody's voices. That's how oh, we knew wow. each other.
1: You know that's so beautiful. And I think in one of the um, last episodes, we were talking about like people who are appreciate, like people who are happy for your success. Like in that, that moment, oh, that
2: success, like, and the thing is, Quran does not bring jealousy, it's the one thing where everybody's so happy for you. And you know, you know like
0: what I mean? The only thing that's between is like good competition, it's like yeah. competition to finish it, to finish it, like your racing, you're racing, to to yeah. racing to Allah, yeah, to finish that. But there's no like, je- there's no jealousy, there was no jealousy and bro. the fact that a bond that we created, like, <laughs> everywhere that created, like, most people that I've met, like, Sarah, <laughs> <like, laughs> <those people laughs> I met you through like, it's like you meet the best places ever, like, you meet in the you meet first of all in taala's house, and then you meet in the you meet meet through the quran you meet like you create so much friendships and it's just like wow well I it's so beautiful but like yesterday i went to some iftar, like with all these Duxi girls and oh, Wallahi, you yeah i went and it was, <laughs> Wallahi, it, was so, it was so emotional because like everyone was there and it's like wow like all these girls like it was like 30 30 to 40 you guys and all these mom. there mm-hmm. and wh- what do we meet through we met through Duxi and we met through the quran and it was just well it was it was such a beautiful night but i think yeah that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, well,
1: the importance of the Quran, especially oh, no. how like describe how it for people who don't know. Could you describe like how what the Quran even is and like the importance of it, especially in this month? Okay,
2: so um, bro, this why I started. Put, put it on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the Quran is kind of like one of the five holy books for mm-hmm. those people who are not Muslim. People who just want to watch this, um and you should um <laughs> it's one of the five holy books and there was five prophets that basically got the five holy scriptures for us and so prophet, sallallahu Wasallam, prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi Wasallam was awesome. the one that was given the quran in revelation revelation so he it was bit by bit over mm. a period of time and so um um gosh this is why i go smiling because i'm like, trying to collect all my memories and like <laughs>
1: Well, I think it's a studio. The studio is so like intimidating in so a ba- way. It's
2: basically, it's basically the words of God. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the Quran is to us. It's the words of God, and it was commandments, and it's where we basically get what we follow. So mm-hmm. everything that we do, like um, the the Hadith, of course, the the Prophet tells it in a more detailed versions. But you will have places in the Quran where it tells you how to make your wudu. And then you have places that talk about the stories of the prophets. So you have Prophet Yusuf, Prophet, Prophet Ibrahim. Ibrahim, and there's actual surahs. Like every surah is like a chapter about them and uh, Surah to Maryam, which is Jesus and Mary. And it was like, um, and it's, it's just such a beautiful thing because it's like you learn, you see, you, it's like you see other um, religions, narrations of the prophets and everything. And it's like you read yours and it's mm-hmm. like a um, certain so lighting, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and subhanAllah, it's like over 1400 years, the Quran's never been changed. Like, there's no other, um, what do you call it? There's no other book yeah. that's called the Qur'an. It's just one. And no matter how many sectors we are or how many people, like, different sections we've become, the Qur'an is the Qur'an and the mosque is the mosque. Like, mm-hmm. do we, I think that's one thing that I, alhamdulillah, I'm so grateful for. Yeah. Like, that we're not divided by the Qur'an. No. And we're not divided by the the mosque and who we pray to and, you know, subhanAllah. And then, um, basically, Ramadan is known as the month of the Qur'an. It's the month of the, um, where everyone basically, like, it's the month that everyone finishes it back to back. Mm-hmm. Well, you, sh- you can try, but it's insha like Allah, a, yeah, inshallah, it's the yeah. thing, um, and it's not no pressure. But um, Alhamdulillah, it's 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 a it's a, it's a um, the rewards are just so much higher. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful reward, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, wallahi, it's um, it's basically um, like in the Quran, it says, Ramadan Quran." It's basically it's the month where the Quran was basically most revealed mm-hmm. in that period of time where you know um, the prophesizing, you know had the journey and everything. And um it was just, it's just, you know, that's, I think that's the most it's I could say. Yeah, you it's know? just the most. Because <laughs> I feel like a, a lot of the stuff I'm going to say is more Islamic and it's like, yeah. I don't think people will understand. So I would have yeah. to break it down. It's just, too much to get yeah. into, subhanAllah.
0: Um but yeah, yeah, fast forward to the night. Um th- <laughs> the sixth of October twenty nineteen. <laughs> I, I think everyone should remember like the people that were there should remember yeah. that night. But the night was um when we celebrated Sarah and um everyone else who finished who completed the Qur'an. Um Majjusa held that one.
1: Shout um so <laughs> shout out
0: to the Duxi. <laughs> <Anyone anyways, laughs> <heaven? laughs> <laughs> we're we'll going shout out to Alin too. Um but yeah, so fast forward to that day. How was that? Because let's talk about, like, there was thousands of people, subhanAllah. Wallahi. Thousands, thousands, thousands of people? Of, it was that. Okay, the hall was packed. It was the biggest hall. In Perth. Remember. Yeah, it was the biggest hall in Perth. Wow. And when I tell you thousands of people came, people that I've never seen in my life, just to celebrate. And were you celebrate. the only one who finished? Or no. Oh, oh, my God. I
2: would have died yeah. if they called me off stage. <laughs> no, um, subhanAllah. I graduated with, like, eight people, nine people. Oh,
1: mashallah. And
2: wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, um, I graduated with both my sisters. Oh, So it that's was me, beautiful. my two sisters, um... You know, I can't I can't start, start naming them, or I don't know if I, I don't even know all their names, but basically, yeah. it was um, well, I know them, but it's just too much. Bunch of other people, but yeah, subhanallah. Yeah. So, we all graduated together, mm-hmm. and um, I remember, um, it was the, the, the amount of money and effort and everything that was put into that hall, you know. And they looked so beautiful, bro, and they the people that showed up, they showed up. Subhanallah, they showed up and showed out. It was wow. north, south
1: east west. They were like, we're putting Perth on the map. Yeah, this and is the
2: crazy big. Thing, it was the, uh, the crazy thing was it was like I think it was first time that a large group of kids did it at the one time finish like oh, yeah. Quran. Like the, we've never had like we've here. Okay, this person finished Quran. Alhamdulillah, it was there was no celebration for that person because it was mm-hmm. one person, but it was the first time under Muhammad. And I think this is when Perth eyes opened like. That it could be done mm-hmm. because it was nine of us that finished. Wow, like a mixture of boys and girls, we were done with the Quran. Alhamdulillah. Um, and bro, a wedding could never compare to the way they put yeah. that, that that place together. <laughs> like you walked in, you like bro, red carpet. Mm-hmm. I'm walking down the like, red yeah. carpet. Red carpet. They're They're red carpet. On, like chairs. wow, we were oh, sitting like on chairs, like pedestals. Wow. We, like, It was a stage and st- stage is, like raised above everyone else. It was so high, you were lifted, like, you were lifted into the air, lights, everything. everything, it was shining. Wow. Um,
1: and that just proves, like,
2: yeah, subhanAllah. And then in the crowd, you can see your family, your cousins, your friends like, it's everybody. Do you know what I mean?
1: They all came for this celebration, everyone came for that celebration,
2: wow. subhanAllah. And it was like, and the thing was, it was not just Somali people, it was like everybody, any Muslim, and anybody was there. Mm-hmm. No, we ran out of food. We no. ran out of food, like <laughs> no, three they, course meals, everything. Three course know. meal, like they hired people to like chef it up. Wow! And then we had pizza extra, like every, like it was just so many people. Like chairs were like lined up, like the the tables were only meant to fit ten people. there would be like twenty on the table because oh there was no space. Goodness! It was you know Subhanallah, and it was just it was such an amazing experience. And um, I remember we had to do speeches <laughs> and things. And Alhamdulillah, um, I was like I I wanted to thank Muhammad in that moment because. Never in my life did I have a Quran teacher that was, like, very, like...
1: Persistent. Me, like, you're yeah. not leaving my duxy. Yeah.
2: Like, I used to tell him, I'm leaving. I'm done with him after three month. And he'd be like, you're not going anywhere. He would tell my dad, bring her. I don't care. Drag her by her hijab if you <laughs> have to get her to the duxy. And I never understood it. But alhamdulillah, now I do, subhanAllah.
1: Is mm-hmm. he a younger ma'alin? Or No.
2: No, no. Um. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like for a man, he is. I don't know. Well, we don't know his age, subhanAllah. Yes. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's just ma'alin. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, yeah, because yeah, well, that persistence, but and the fact that the you said it took you three years. He three. knew three years you were gonna like, wow. Because you know sometimes Malins are like, if you leave, you leave. You like, leave. or
2: he's the one person he does not care. Like I'm Mustafa yeah. stuff like him, he cares. Mm-hmm. I've seen a where it's like, yeah, I'm walking out, and he's like, okay, leave my Duxie. Yeah, and the thing is, he never like those. I feel like there was a lot of Quran teachers that were basically did it for the money, mm-hmm. and he'd like for him it was like I don't care about the money. I want your child to yeah. basically get to the highest point in their lives. You really like he used to fight the parents because some parents were like, "My kid can't do a half a page," and he was like, "Do you know your kid when they are like reading Quran? I I'm the one them. that teaches them the Quran." Wow, yeah. He goes, "Yeah, sorry to cut you off." No, no, he go. Comes to,
0: when you come to Dux, he knows who like who can like learn the Quran, who's consistent. So like, there are people that who were like, yeah, "Yeah, okay, I won't yeah. put effort on you because like he knows." Yeah, but like, there are people like me. He's like, "Yeah, I know like." You can do it. So he it's pushes like, you guys. Yeah. That's he amazing. Pushed us. He didn't let us obviously go. Obviously, we we did have up and down, but there was there's actually so many times that I was like, I'm leaving. Like, Bro, we time. left every day. We came we, back. Yeah, he'll, he'll kick us out for we will come back because he knows we're gonna come back. Same of saying, yeah, I might be gone for
2: two weeks, guys. <laughs> guys, no. sometimes it's like we're the ones that are begging him to come back because like yeah. there'll be times where like he would kick us out and we'll be over the dumbest thing because in that moment it's like, nah, it's my friends. You know, yeah. I want to go out this day. Why is he not letting me go out this day? And it's like, yeah, oh, you have to get permission. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we. Oh, yeah. You like. We don't even take permission from our parents now. You know when you're at yeah. Dixie, <laughs> you are at it's like who? it's like. Did you ask your Malin? Did you ask your teacher? No. Okay, you're not going then. Like you know, because oh. he he told the parents like from get go like when he first called all the parents together, they signed um they actually signed contracts, and it's like you know, if I'm teaching your kid to get to the highest point, you are not going to interfere as a parent because at oh, this wow. point I am their parent. Mm-hmm. When they step through that the madrasa the mosque, they're not yours anymore. Yeah. You know, they mind to keep in mind. Uh, bro, we were kept back night after night when we didn't know the Quran. Bro. Oh, we, yeah. used to, we used to camp out. Even when, <laughs> I, when I used to
0: finish, like I was there from, like I'm not even lying to you, 6 a.m. to like 6 p.m., like 12 hours. I used to be there from day to night. Unless I don't read those five pages, unless <laughs> I don't read four pages, unless I don't do it, you're not leaving. There's yeah. no way I used to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday From morning to Like not morning But like after school That's tonight It was full
1: time It was full time Wow my like
0: that we used to Allah go to though. school And then straight after and then, like, It was like Bro, a Bro you went in your school
2: clothes. your parents would bring your hijab And your food in the car Like Eat. It was all wow. going home go. Bro One we all morning. saw each other at school But like yeah See you man See you in 20 minutes See you in 10 minutes <laughs> See you for the whole yeah. night
1: No but well, like, I also Like as much as you can as there's a certain extent that you can start thanking the shit because at the end of the day well, it's all you guys as yeah. well like mashallah you put in that work you put it in that hot, commitment yeah. Um, I, I can't even imagine how that three years was for you like <laughs> but honestly that can you talk about how you are now because this girl is teaching a <laughs> whole class she was calling me one day and was like yeah sorry I had kids at the moment give me a moment I was like what? Allahumma now so she's teaching at mashallah.
2: the same time. So, alhamdulillah um I, I started teaching with Ma'alin, Um, I would say a year. Uh, well, I started doing it voluntarily, mm-hmm. like, properly, I think, a year before. I, The 2019, I think I did it for voluntary for a year. And um, it was because I always was like to him, I want to teach. Like, I want to start teaching. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I, I want to do it, you know, with you and stuff like that. Um, and he used to shut me down a lot because he already had, like, two boys that were teaching with him. And I used to be like, like Allah, I know I'm not meant to, like, pray for, like, bad stuff, but, like, can you, like get them out the yeah. area, you know what, <laughs> what I mean? And subhanAllah, like one of them was like, yeah, I'm flying to Egypt, like I got accepted into Egypt's m- um, thingy, like a Mahad or like a university and I'm like, okay, pack your bags, bye, like okay, one is out, next one to go, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And subhanAllah, I'll never forget when he called my dad and he's like, oh, um, tell Sara to basically um come and meet me at the mosque and I was thinking, bro, what did I do? Like, I'm thinking about the worst case scenario. You're like, I'm I'm trouble. thinking, wait, did he find out I went to this wedding? Did he find out, like, I, like, you know, <laughs> did he find out something crazy? Um, and he was like, are you ready to start? Like, and I was like, start what? Like, I no, I finished Quran and stuff. And uh, um, when we finished Quran, we had like um, a break. He gave us like a three month break. And he was like, basically, oh, wow. do whatever you got to do in those three months. Because when you come back, it's full on again. Like, you, didn't, you finished Quran, but you didn't have the anything. You still, still, was, like- you still have a long way to go, you know? Yeah. He said, celebrate your moment. And then humble yourself again.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. You know. So the first month celebrate yourself. Second month no <laughs> so rest, celebrate, and then humble yourself. So and then come the back. third month it was like, bro, you prepare your voice, vocal cords again. I this. come back. And um, subhanallah.
2: And then so I started teaching with him, and I've been teaching now. Alhamdulillah, I think this is third year. I'm going on my third year now.
1: How does oh it feel to teach kids? Like, well, first let me tell you, it's actually you so have fun. It's you exciting. have to have patience, like patience on patience. Because you know the thing is, is like um.
2: One of the reasons I think Muhammad had on is because I used to tell him, like, you play bad cop, I'll play good cop. Yeah. Because he's, he's very, like, with the kids, very hard, very solid with them. Mm-hmm. And then there's sometimes where kids are, like, struggling. There's some kids who literally, I, I, like, I have a student, I won't name him, subhanAllah, but um, he's the only one from his family who does Quran. So he does just drop, like, they, they just drop him off. Like, Aww. no one teaches him at home. Mm-hmm. So he comes to Duxi and he's struggling to learn, like, the words. Mm-hmm. So like I told my like we can't be harsh on kids like that. We have to teach them from now. So literally like it would be like sessions where it's like I would have him for the whole day. Like I told my Hamd you and Hamdullah like I teach with my cousin as well now. Like she was one of the girls that finished around with us, and so she's the other teacher. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to them like you know we, you two can tag team this much, and we'll tag team like you know the kids who are struggling a bit, and we'll, like we will put them in groups and we'll take them into a room and it's like you know I don't I, d- I don't mind if you read three eyes today like just three eyes get out of the way. Yeah, you know I mean because um it said for every letter that you read, you get 10 rewards. Mm-hmm. SubhanAllah. And it's like, if they're reading three ayahs, there's like every, there's like 100 letters. Over 100 letters in every ayah and then times it by 10 and it's like 10,000 <laughs> rewards yeah. right there, you know? And I was like, um, some kids, you know, it's like self-esteem is gone. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have self-esteem, so you're going to have to like build that up. Because they there's kids, alhamdulillah, where Allah gave them minds of, like when I tell you, like they will just, okay yeah I'm done I know it Like, can you can you listen to me in like 10 pages wow and I'm like okay Masha'allah. subhanAllah I'm like yeah subhanAllah because like right now my young siblings are like that so Khalid's the more like I'm like I know everything I and Khalid is like oh man like I'm struggling and she reminds me of me because it's like I used to struggle with stuff mm-hmm. and it's like not every kid is the same and not every kid can be treated the same and I think that's like Nima and Hamid when I was younger and, I was, and he was teaching me we didn't have that dynamic he didn't understand that mm-hmm. as well and he came from a he came from a country in Somalia where it's like kids all they did was learn he didn't understand that here was like there was school uni universities work everything and um, I remember one day we were learning I'll never forget Vic Park I think he wanted like a he wanted a dress which is like 20 pages for people who don't understand like 20 pages in a dress. um and I got to uh, like half of it and I was just like I can't do it the, like, I don't know the rest of the half and he was like you're staying all day and I was like I can't I have a chemistry test he's like no but you're not leaving and, like, he left for, like, 20 minutes to go eat. And I was, like, oh, I don't care. I'm taking out my books. So yeah. I literally grabbed my heavy-ass chem textbook <laughs> and I dropped it. And I'm d- doing formulas. And he was, like, he looked at me and he was so shocked. He was, like, this is what you do. And I was, like, yeah. Like, when I tell you I have a test, I don't mean A, B, C, D, E, F, G, mate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's actual, like, like, you know, it's a struggle. And I was showing him the different formulas. You know, chemistry is crazy. You're educating yeah, him. I you're, like, like, this is my like, world. I was, like, to him, like, you know, there's, for you, it's, like, it's like numbers. Like what we're thinking as numbers and figures and like random stuff mm-hmm. that you literally have to put together like an equation and figure it out. And then he literally looked at me. He was like, take your books and go home. You need rest. Yeah. Like I think that's the first time he ever understood that like we struggle. Like yeah. it's, it's like we're doing our best mm-hmm. as well, but you're gonna have to meet us halfway because all the times he was kicking us out and we were like fighting him back and forth, there was there was, was no so understanding. Much, yeah,
0: because the beginning of the um, when he because obviously he came from Somalia and then like obviously where he we're are, kinda there kinda was, there was a big misunderstanding. <laughs> like he would like there was like we didn't really understand each other because and it's it's Ali because obviously you're from. Som- you yeah. yeah. came back from and like you're now here and you're trying to understand us, and we're trying to understand, understand you. Who? So, like, we, it was quite hard. Like that the fir- progress the first, though. Yeah, the first year, the, like, me, consistency. So, it was, for me, it was like you have to be consistent, and then, like, also, like, trying to meet halfway, understand there's other priorities too. Obviously, the Quran is like the main thing, but like, we all have other things. So, I feel like it was that. But then, wallah, eventually, after he understood, he was like more understanding. He became like, SubhanAllah, like, now he's like, like, Your he's, best he's friend, very understanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Like, he's one person, we, you can chat to him for dates.
2: Like, before, we didn't have that. Like, it was, and subhanAllah, even he, Journey, bro, the guy knows English now. Like, when he first came, he didn't know a word. We used to oh Girl, like, we used to talk about him in English because we were like, nah, he doesn't understand our language. So now oh, we have, like. Oh, he was a
1: freshie. Yeah, bro.
2: <laughs> like, he didn't get us. And subhanAllah, now, like, he's, he's like, huh? Like, he literally understands everything you say. And, and then, like, he started school, English mm-hmm. school. And I was like, see, the way you're struggling with that is the way we struggle with it. Wow. It's just two different forms of struggling yeah. do you know what I mean and yeah like right now he's very understanding like us girls bro like we will tell him we have work this morning I'm not coming at 6am mm-hmm. and he'll be like okay bring this if you can during the week
0: or bring this during the next now time you come now he like even when I'm struggling he'll come to me like okay what is easier for you before yeah. it was like dude this do, is just that's like tell me what you can bring to the table yeah. like what you can do which is like wow you know yeah.
1: um no but i just want to basically say like well i mashallah to you though yeah. mashallah and like as i said again you did that like you put in that work you did all of that like that was you and yeah. Wallahi, honestly even from an outside perspective i was like this girl mashallah i was like wow, like she really did that. And then when you're telling me that you're teaching, like I want you to understand like from an outside perspective, looking at you where like we can do that. Like if she can do it, we can do it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I just want us to go around in a circle, kind of giving us a one piece of advice uh, to wrap it up. <laughs> one piece <laughs> like, of advice yeah. that we would give students um, or everyone just around the world, either learning the Quran or trying to get into the Quran. And I'll start by saying that, I don't know. I feel like the moment that you start to love Qur'an for the sake of Allah, that's when you see that everything in your life just falls into place. That's when you see everything in your life just becomes so much easier for you. And things just, I don't know, you really do change as a human being with the Qur'an. And even whether that's 10 pages a night or even like finishing one surah a a day, like, just doing implementing Quran in your day to day life mm. and especially in the holiest of months, I think what well, rewards are just going to be piling up for you. But um Inshallah. yeah, what would you say, Siddh?
0: I think one thing for me is consistency. I feel like um just being consistent. Like me yeah, I think just being consistent with the Quran. Like mm. just try learning it. Like even there's certain periods of time where I just don't see myself reading the Quran like maybe one week or half and sometimes like when well, we don't even have like there's, there's no Duxie for maybe like two weeks because we're off or something I just don't find myself like reading it and sometimes I'm like "Well, is it just because I go to Duxie I read it mm-hmm. so I think one thing is just being consistent with the Quran and like that as you said before a stereotype where early people can, like when you reach a certain certain age, you learn, you, you stop going to Tuxi. But wallah I feel like the Quran is for everyone um, because the Tuxi that we go to, there's the Quran for parents, there's the Quran for the big boys, It look like it's like, it's for everyone. So the Quran is like for everyone and I feel like that stereotype or whatever that people say, Wallahi, I think needs to stop and like, I feel like people now, if you really want to learn the Quran, I think just wallah start with the madrasa, online class. So there's so many ways to learn the Quran. But I think one thing is, I think also just being consistent because I feel like mm-hmm.
1: Whatever if you, you do in life, them.
0: you just have yeah. to be consistent yeah. to get that end result. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's one thing that I want to <laughs> say.
2: And like, for me, what I w- want to say is like, um, for people who are saying, oh, I want to start. And how do I start? It's just, just start. That's mm-hmm. the that's the beginning. It doesn't matter where you start, just start. You know, um. and I also think that um, the key of learning the Quran is also finding a good teacher. Because mm-hmm. some people like want to learn the Quran and they come across a tyrant. Because I'm like, subhanAllah, there's some teachers who are just like, you know, they just, they're not, they're not They're teaching you. They're there just to like basically hover on top of you and basically, yeah. you know, make it harder for you to learn. And um subhanAllah, it's just like make supplication for Allah to make it easier for you as well. And um for me, wallahi, for me, it what pushed me, Captain, was my parents. Like I would come home and complain. They're like, nah. They didn't let me complain. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they were like, Okay, okay. But do you see why you're like this now? Yeah. Like go back to your ma'alin. Go back to your ma'alin. Mm-hmm. And I think wallahi, I think for my parents. I thank my parents for that. But um, yeah, just start. Keep no. trying to start. And the thing is, like, people think that, you know, if I start and I stop halfway, I can't go back. You can't. Start from NAS again. Well, I was on Baqarah when I came back, and he told me you're starting from NAS. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that humbles you so much. Just
0: start. Yeah. And, and I think that hadith with people um struggling the Qur'an, where I'm not sure specifically the hadith, yes. but, like, um for those who learn the Qur'an... But the ones that are struggling get the double the reward. Yep. So yep. um, just know that even if you're struggling, that you will get those um, you'll get the double reward of of course if you follow for Allah's subhanahu sake. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually, I uh, yeah, like um, at the end of the day, like, we've reached that and alhamdulillah, Yeah.
1: And um, oh my goodness, Sarah, Wallahi, it's been
0: a blessing. <laughs> it's
1: been amazing, guys. Can we say this is our third time? Have at uh, our, ter- our third speaking. time talking to each <laughs> First other. First time seeing each other. <laughs> First time seeing each other. No, and wallahi, alhamdulillah for this. And I just want to say once again, mashallah, and to anyone getting into the Quran, inshallah, this month it makes it, it's a lot easier for you within this month. Shallah. Inshallah. you finish the Quran feeling like you really did it for you. And honestly, find yourself before you get into the Quran because I feel True. like you can also find yourself during the Quran, but if you find it beforehand, it will just make things a lot bro, easier. And, uh, humble yourself. Humble, humble yourself. Learned.
0: Humbleness, bro. Mm-hmm. That's one thing you will learn. But yeah, guys, I think we are done with. It.
1: Uh, oh, actually, actually, guys. <laughs> um, a- actually, we. This has been a conversation that we really wanted to talk about for a long time, and something that we were discussing. But we love. Um, t- what is that Instagram together? Together sisters together sisters and when they do their recitations it's the most beautiful thing so uh, we have gotten Sarah the <laughs> amazing Sarah who is going to do a recitation for us if
2: okay um I'm just gonna read an ayah and the reason why I'm reading this ayah is because okay yesterday I was learning about prophet Dawood's um storyline so mm-hmm. it was like it was such beautiful because like it was just the ayah that the sheikh was basically saying that um he was the most just of people It's just kink, so I'll just like I would. I want to do this part. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Okay, no worries. Okay, um,
1: I'm gonna not try to cry, guys. I
2: get nervous. (laughs) Subhanallah. Okay. (laughs) يا داود إنا جعلناك خليفة في الأرض فحكم بين الناس الناس بالحق ولا تتبع الهوى فيضلك عن سبيل الله (laughs) ان الذين يضلون عن سبيل الله سبيل لهم عذاب شديد بما نسوا يوم الحساب
1: صدق
0: الله العظيم <lounge>
1: Allah, thank you so much. Um <laughs> right.
0: and for joining
1: us. Like and thank oh my you guys God. for having me, man.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> 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 like, Smelly the You can find us on Instagram, it's you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. We've I don't know why. Two episodes and we've kind of been popping off with the Apple Podcast. But guys, message us, DM us if you have any questions, if you want to see things like also message us. Do
0: Anything to say? No, um, and if you guys also want to speak to Sarah directly, do you wanna do Instagram? <laughs> <together well>? Yeah, <laughs> shout her uh, out. What is your
2: Instagram? <laughs> so uh my Instagram is Sarah Badel. Um by the way, my name is spelled S-A-A-R-A and then Badel B-E-D-E-L.
1: Guys, yeah, so so message her, send her. Any the questions? If you guys want questions? to start mm-hmm. see,
0: if you guys, you know, any anything related to the Quran or Duxie. She's able to say a shout out to you. Exactly. Uh, uh, Zainab's being uh, modest too. as
2: well. Zainab is being modest. Yeah, you're guys. being so modest, bro. She I finished the Quran with me.
1: I don't know why she acted <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 I just want to <laughs> say, her uh, Zainab's bio is show. in our, um. what is it called? Our, yeah, our bio <laughs> yeah. Th- our profile. So message Zainab as and well. And let me tell you
2: guys, I might have done all of this, but wallahi, Zainab is better than me in consistency. Mm-hmm. All like Allah I, so I will humble Allah Allah myself to let you know.
1: Clicking Girl, bro,
2: she goes, Dixie mom, I'll go like go on Dixie today." And she goes, "Yeah." And I'm like, mm, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I'm coming."
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I so love mashallah to everyone out there in the world who's either starting the Quran or getting into the Quran, anyone who's finished the Quran. Mm-hmm.
0: So um, I pray to Allah Subhanahu wa taala that, that mm. it makes uh, Allah Subhanahu wa taala makes it easy for you. And if you're mm-hmm. struggling in that, just remember that you have the double reward and um inshallah Subhanahu wa taala, I wish that this this episode benefits everyone. But yeah, inshallah guys, um, yeah. stay tuned for the next couple of episodes inshallah. <laughs> we have a few episodes coming, so exciting. I can't wait, I can't wait. But I'm going to go listen to myself now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Happy Ramadan Happy and...
0: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.